Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to show number 111 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. I'm hearing an echo probably coming from Christopher Gucci behind the glass. A little microphone issue there. You didn't hear an echo the entire time. We were just talking. We did our test. Uh, How is that me, bro? Listen. Maybe, the, maybe. This do you still the, hear the echo? You see what happens when you do the Jimmy Palumbo Show and you have a crack staff behind the glass known simply as Christopher Gucci. But let me tell you something. This is show number 111, bro. Coming into you live from downtown Mala. Chris Gucci coming from downtown. What is that town again? Matawan? <laughs> Matawan, New Jersey. I was just testing you, bro. And also coming to you live from the shitty kitchen studios here at Shea from the Omni in Atlanta. There, I just got my greatest hits album all in right there. Show number 111. Christopher, how are you today? I'm doing well. You know, I look a little pasty in this lighting, but it's better than the dark, grim lighting we used last week in here. All so. right. You, well, I thought you were like, you know. Uh, I feel like I'm melting. Well, listen, either way, you know, Bram uh, Stoker, this, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> Bram Stoker, dark shadows. There's a, there's a reference. No one gets unless you're over 55. Um, listen, this is show number one eleven, And of course, uh, you know what we do uh, this. I take my stack of baseball cards and I pick a guy right at the, right at the top. And this, this guy, you're not going to know this guy. Um, but, uh, it's unique to me because I thought he was much better than he was. My cousin John, if he's listening, is like, yeah, me too. Uh, it is. I got a 1980 card. It is Larry Gura, known really pretty much as a Royals. Now, you got to remember, the Yankees played uh, the Kansas City Royals in the playoffs, 76, 77, and 78. Arguably the best three-year span for two teams playing each other three years in a row in the history of the sport. They were all close. Royals could have easily won all three series. Yankees somehow won and went on to glory in 77 and 78. But this guy, Larry Gora, now he pitched from 1970 to 1985. Did not know he pitched that long. He pitched for the Cubs, Yankees, Kansas City, and again, back with the Cubs. He, he only won 126 games, which isn't too bad, but he was 126 and 97 with an ERA of 3.76. He started... 261 games, which means he's, you know, it's, he's big time there. Um, with the Yan he was with the Yankees first a little bit before my time. I was only nine. He was five and one with an ERA of 2.4. And then in 75, he was only seven and eight with an ERA of 3.51. And this is where I kind of learned a lot of different things. He got traded to Kansas City for Fran Healy, who became a broadcaster with the Yankees. And Fran Healy's famous for being very close with Reggie Jackson, who no one else was except for Reggie himself. And uh, it was an awful trade, Larry Gura, because in 77, 78, Larry Gura, Larry Gura was a very good pitcher. In 78, he was 16 and four with a 2.72 ERA. Very tough lefty. His, his slider to Reggie Jackson, I, I, think, I don't think Reggie Jackson ever made contact when he batted against Larry Gura. It was one of the, remember the old strike zone was way like the Gary, Ma, uh, not Gary Ma, uh, Maddox strike zone where it just had to get, you just had to throw it towards the umpire. And if it slid, you'd call a strike. Especially which, if you were Maddox. Right. It was the most unfair strikes. All Met fans know once they train, you know, they, no one talks about that. You know, you got Cole with the sticky stuff. Once they uh, changed the strike zone, Maddox became a very average pitcher. I think if you ask me. But this guy, Larry Gore, was just a – he was like a veteran, uh, uh, just a tough, 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 that. tough lefty. 
I'm good. We're good. We're back. We're back. We're back. Now we're I back. can't. You're back. Uh, oh, I heard. The le- I, I heard one. something about tough, tough, tough lefty. But I get what you were. He's going a tough with lefty. Um, we were talking about Maddox strike zone, and then it kind of went out. But yeah, we get the point. Reggie Jackson couldn't hit him. Couldn't hit him. Couldn't. Hit him. And I was a Reggie fan, so I hated Larry Gura. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> He, he picks a couple of gems, though, in those series. But I learned a couple of things. The reason why he was traded, he hated Billy Martin. And back in the day, a lot of players hated Billy Martin. They talk about how great he is now. Everybody's retired. But a lot of people didn't like him. He was one of those uh, whiskey drinking. He was a bad drunk. He was hung over a lot. He only won. Most of the time, Billy Martin won is when he had all rookies. And he got them to play incredibly well. As soon as the players started to become good, they were like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to hear this uh, Billy Martin stuff. Um, so he, he hated him. And he, they, he supposedly had words because Billy Martin would jerk him around. You're going to pitch. You're not going to pitch. You're going to be in the bullpen. And finally, he's like, Billy, what's going on? Let me know what I'm going to pitch. And next thing you know, boom, they traded him for Fran Healy, a journeyman catcher. Um, but I learned some other funny things. Now, he married some woman named Cindy, like very early in his career. And so I'm reading, I'm looking online. I'm like, damn, there's nothing on Larry Gura. Again, it's been like the third week in a row. I can't find, he didn't, you know, he's not a pitching a guy with the Rangers. You know, there's all these different you know, pitchers, you know, they end up pitching coaches. Turns out he married this Cindy and they run a farm in Litchfield, Arizona. And he did something where they were running short of money, I guess, to run a farm in what an area that's grow in Arizona. Cactus? No, I guess it's a quick, sorry, I, let me, I digress. An equestrian farm. Horses okay. and the kids come in that have special needs. Probably a really beautiful thing, but those things, horses cost money. And supposedly the real estate value alone, they were trying to keep it. It was in his wife's family for 100 years. Probably like a Yellowstone scenario. So he came up with a thing where if you send, you send him a letter with $2 in it, he'll send you an autograph back. He was trying to get people. He's just trying to raise money. So... I've, so I'm looking it up. Jimmy Palumbo like, is also doing that, guys. So if anybody okay. sends him two dollars in the mail, he will but, mail you an autograph. But but he, but here's the best thing. Here's the best thing. The article that said that was from like 2011, and I'm like, you know, wait a minute, is that that's kind of old now? Maybe it's shot. But then I realized, you know what? I'm totally sending in this card to get signed by Larry Gura. I'm gonna send. I think I'll send him ten dollars. I'll say, hey, Larry. I talk about you on my podcast. No one else is talking about your kids aren't talking about you right now. But the Jimmy Palumbo show is because that's my mantra. We will talk about guys who nobody gives a fuck about, which is why we're doing beer league. The series because nobody cares about that. You're going to send him a link. You're going to hear it is. Here it is. So listen, this to all my fans out there. I want you to send it's Larry Gura G U R a P O box 94 Litchfield park, Arizona, Eight five three four zero. You send him a few dollars. I hope this him- guy. I hope this guy's got like a PO box set up or something because he's about to get flooded with like he's thirteen get letters. Flooded. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get you and Dave to do that. I think it's hysterical. And I, I, I'm going to put maybe I'm going to put like five dollars cash in the envelope. Not even sending a check. And maybe I'll do a self addressing. I don't know. I'm going to see how many Larry Gura autographs I can come up with. Uh, anyway, I thought that was weird about his little world there. But he certainly was a good pitcher for a while. The card is from 1980. Um, he was tough. He definitely had a couple of good years in there. Jimmy, um, it sounds he, like you've known this guy your entire life. I, well, because you know, you know why? I remember when you when we played wiffle ball, my cousin John in Colonia, New Jersey. When you throw one of those sliders that fell way off the strike zone, 
we would make the joke like, oh, if Larry Guru was pitching, that's a strike right there. This is well before Maddox. So any of you little Maddox pussies out there, uh, Larry Guru was doing the same shit 100 years ago. No, he wasn't. Anyway, but... uh, he definitely was. He wasn't as good as Maddox, but yeah, still. Yeah, so he had a good slider, style. so he had stuff, but he couldn't. Yeah. He wasn't. No, couldn't, couldn't throw sixty-five pitch complete game after uh, complete listen, game. It, 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 when the new strike zone hit, Maddox was horrible. Anyway, yeah, so he was also fifty-one. Guy. He was also fifty-one <laughs> yeah, well, at that the time. Hey, listen, I'm fifty-seven. I'm still better than you in all sports, but we've talked about that enough. So, who do you got, my friend? All right. Well, I don't have the um, the guy that I'm choosing wasn't in my wedding like Larry Gurr was in yours and knows every single thing about the guy, <laughs> right? But I do know one thing. My guy is the guy. I'm going to see if this gives it away. He is the proud owner of the 10,000th home run in Yankees history. Oh, that's that's a, that's a tough trivia question. Right. Yeah, he played. He only played four years run. with the Yankees. He played 17 years. I'm not going to say his name yet. He what started with Oakland. Give me the years. All right, 74 to 90. So right in your wheelhouse. You should be able to get this guy. He played in an outfield that consisted of with the Yankees. I believe he was with Ricky Henderson and Dave Winfield. I don't know Wait, if he was starting 74 to 90. I have to know who this guy is. Yeah. Okay. So he played a lot with, um, played a lot with the Braves. He finished career with the Mets. He was a, on the Yankees. He was already 14 years into his career. So he was a little at the tail end of things. 74. Um, so 98, he was on the really good The Yankees were really no, good. No, no, no. 1990. So he was on the Yankees oh, in 86, 87, 88, and 89. So actually, actually, no. 86, 87, 88, and then 90. He finished his career with a little stint with the Yankees at the back end. Claudel oh, Washington. Oh, Claudel. You know what? And I, I brought was his name up, I believe, on one of your older podcasts. I, I remember. I thought it was interesting because, you know, I I had his baseball minute. card. I had his baseball card years ago when he was with the A's. I would have yeah. had a little more time. I might have had a shot at that Look, one. Look, Claudel, I mean, oh, yeah, he's, he was not a terrible shot. career because I don't think no. he started at many stops. He, fast, he probably right? had his opportunities. He was a fast guy. I'm sure at some point. I'm sure at some point. Let me look at his stolen bases. Yeah, in the beginning, he was definitely fast. Yeah, he had, you know, over 300 stolen bases in his career. That's You can't be slow. But he wasn't. Like, Ricky Henderson was having those years. That wasn't shit. Yeah, like, Ricky Henderson was had, like, 150 and shit like that. So, but 17 years, only 186 home runs, less than 2,000 hits. So, he was, like, good enough. But never really started. He was he always was, kind of a platoon guy. He, he how many? He played with like five, six teams. Played everywhere, literally. Right. Played maybe even more. Honestly, I thought you were going to say U L Washington, the guy with the toothpick. Do you remember him? No, no. Uh, I, I, but yeah, he was an Expo you, Yankee, a Brave, right, listen, a Met. I love it. It's uh, Larry Gura and Blue Jay uh, twice, Ranger twice. You know, he got multiple stops on teams three different times. For the He's first been on time, the same team twice, three times. For the first time, our cards kind of overlapped a little bit here. You know, Larry Gura and Claudel I wonder what Washington. Washington's numbers were against Larry Gura. I, I, you know what? I wish we could Google that to figure it out, but we don't have time for that kind of stat against that. I wonder what you owe Washington's stats were. Um, and of course, uh, so that's it. You know, Claudel Washington, a couple of guys are driving off the road between him and Larry Gura. Um, and uh, Larry Gura is still alive, by the way, because he's still running the farm uh, with his wife, Cindy. <laughs> Information about Larry Gurry, you don't want to know. Larry, if you're listening, call so me up. I want to talk to you. September 29th, 1976, Rose clinched tie for AL West Division. The Claudel Washington was hit by a pitch by Larry Gurry to lead the inning off, right? Uh, he ended up scoring <laughs> a run to win the game. Great. Awesome. We had two competitors against each other. All right. 
Larry Gura, oh, Claude Claude Washington. lost for the first time in a capped off a brawl after Claude Washington hit a three run fifth inning home run and pimped it. So, like, these guys have history. They're connected. Yes. There was a brawl. So, there's a connection, but for the first time yeah. between our guy, usually you're bringing that. Usually you're bringing up a shitty tight end for the Packers. All right. Well, that's it. Claude Washington, Larry Gura. And of course, my entire show is sponsored by. Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326. Eyes. <laughs> Eyes. Drinking water. Uh, anybody drinking a gallon of water like that's a creep. 732-326-3937. Go check out Absolute Eyewear. Um, uh, they're the best. It's owned by Craig and Janine Michaud. They got everything's over theirs. They got full-service optical stuff, all right? They got prescription eyewear, prescription sunglasses. They got the cool sunglasses, the nerdy ones, the ones where you can't see shit. They got those reading glasses, which I'm wearing right now because I can't see nothing. Chris is blind as a bat. He doesn't. Uh, he's checking his lighting. He can't see anything. But he knows all about absolute eyewear. They sponsored Shop Sports as well. Um, and, of course, they have various products for sunglasses, including Ray-Ban Coach Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturgio's Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley goes to the store. So that's it. Go check it out. $100 a complete pair. Go check out Absolute Eyewear down by the train station in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Great people. Because, Chris, when you leave there and you get something, you don't feel like a jerk-off. That's the ultimate Madison Avenue phrase for that place. It's great. Go talk to Craig or Janine, and that's it. All right. So, again, 732-326-3937. All right. A couple of interesting tidbits in my life here. Um, but before we get to that, we must discuss Patreon. Now, Giancarlo Stanton got hurt. He's number 27. And since he got hurt, I am mired, mired in a slump on Patreon. I am stuck at 27. Uh, I don't have a 28. Maybe we'll get it during the show. Uh, some of these cocky chop sports guys uh, who think they know everything. Uh, and here we go. Here is the list. All right. Alex Tetsena, my piano tuner. My sister, Mary Eileen. Big George, Michael DeMosi. My mom, my cousin, Joey. Rob Pastor, Kappa Sig from the 80s at Rutgers. James Kanowitz, my website guy. Jimmy Ricardo, Jimmy Riccardi, nephew. John Henry Riccardi, nephew. Eric Palumbo, nephew. Michael Caprio over here at Shea with uh, CornholeLevel.com. More on Mike Caprio in a moment. My brother, Frank. Daryl Clark, the LSU dude down there listening to my show, busting my balls. Uh, Greg Casolino, Colonia boy. Mike Shecky Lawler, good friends with Artie Lang back in the day. Dave Ben went to school with him for 16 years. My favorite guest of all time, Pat Volkamer, Chop Sports Finest. Um, Martin Walsack, Maka Deej, plays Alphonse and Beerley. Janine Michaud, Robin Achani, my cousin John Henry, Greg Alpern, my partner with the Beer League Series, my nephew Bobby Palumbo, my nephew Tommy Palumbo, Tyson Hogan, who we don't know who that is. Sounds like a fake name, maybe, if he's listening. How you doing, Tyson? And, of course, number 27, Giancarlo Stanton, Louie. Vichadomini, Weege, Colonia boy. He came in last minute and hopped in at 27 a couple of weeks ago. But since the Louis Vichadomini doubled down the wall, we are mired in a slump. Nothing I can do about that. So, Patreon, 
Go to patreon.com, www.patreon.com. Google Jimmy Palumbo Show, and you're going to see what you can do there. I appreciate it very, very much. So let's get to the regular part of our show here. A couple of things. First of all, I got a parking ticket. uh, Not parking ticket. I got a speeding ticket in the city last week, bro. Coming home, I was dropping somebody off from the set. I'm on First Avenue, no one on the road, cruising along. There's a part of First Avenue that goes underneath the tunnel, kind of by United Nations area around there somewhere. All of a sudden, I see a guy with a flashlight. It was dark out as we worked late. And next thing you know, I'm getting pulled over. And I'm like, whoa, I wasn't speeding. There was cars going by me. Boom, pulls me over. While I'm getting pulled over, five cops pull over another five cars. Ultimate speed trap, money grab. Guy says I'm doing 40 and a 25, which in New York City on first day is not moving that fast. Guy was a complete jerk off throwing his shit at me and stuff. And uh, parking ticket, which means I had to pay the fine. I'm going to get burned on insurance probably. I'm going to get a rash. Piss me off. Aggravated my soul. Um, that's how I started the week off. The next day after no the podcast. No good deed goes unpunished, my friend. Uh, right. I feel like I jerk off. Um, just a money grab. So that annoys my soul because I know I'm going to deal. My insurance will probably go up two or $300 a year now for the next three years. So it's like a $1,200 fucking, but I guess I'll drive slow now. Uh, other thing is, this might be the Jimmy Plumbo's pissed off uh, podcast. Maybe we'll do that. But I'm not really that pissed off. The Writers Guild, WGA, I'm not a member of the WGA. They're, they just went on strike this morning, which means that no new shows and films and the writer, nobody's writing. And um, I don't I don't know enough about it. I know what I kind of know what they're they're uh, complaining about. And they're right. It has to do with the whole streaming and the upending of the industry and also um, how they staff each show and stuff like that. There's a million shows on and. These big companies now are big, big global companies, and they're taking advantage of people using their work, and especially for television, but films as well. When you don't have writers, you don't have product. I mean, it's like being a farmer. I want to be a farmer, but I don't have any soil. You know, I wonder how just, many shows are going to be like the first Netflix show to be completely written by AI. Well, uh, there's issues with that, but I'm not so sure an AI show can write a show that well. But I mean, yet, yet, I, I, I might don't be know. the best show. You ever seen in your life uh, could be it could be i don't know anything about it i do know i'm a union guy the screen actors guild has been very good to me health pension all that other crap um and uh, i'm friends with a bunch of writers and they deserve to get paid uh when they get a show that's a big hit they, they deserve to get paid and paid on the next one as well i wish i knew more about the issues in and out there's probably a lot of them um and uh this strike is probably going to set up I can imagine being a writer, right? And then writing a show, season one, I doing pouring everything I have into it, getting behind a show where maybe I kind of felt like maybe I was underpaid, did a really good job. The show takes off, and then I'm not brought back for season two because you know I want to get well, my I, money now. Well, there's also residuals. You know, you you do a show for four years, it's 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 better call Saul, or it's a huge hit. Like that is and all next thing you know. You're not getting residuals because it's being put on, you know, uh, chopsports.com or jimmyplumbo.com instead of these other places wherever the these networks feel like they can shove it, and you don't get residuals back. And because they don't tell you how much, how many views you get, it's it's not like you don't know anything. And uh, now there's YouTube and all these different crazy stuff. So 
Um, and now they're taking shows off the air. I don't know if you've known about that. Everybody's like, no, it'll stay on Netflix forever. Uh-uh. They can own the rights to it, right? And then take it off so you can't watch it whenever you want. It's just probably a way to get viewers, you know, coming back. Like the, I'm sure one of these days they're going to take friends off the air as a marketing pitch. Like March 31st is the last day friends could be seen. Until well, I don't know if I don't know if it would make much sense to do that because it's one of those shows for f shows like that. It's just like we're who wants us next. You, it's a network is going to bid. No, no, no. They, you don't understand though. They'll have the rights to it and pull it off the air. You understand the difference? And okay. then be like, oh, your show's not airing until we wanted to. And then so there's all kinds of crap like that going on, uh, which it, again it's out of my control. I, I'm I'm pro union on that in this regard. So. I hope they settle. It's a bad time for a strike. The economy's not great. Things are shitty. For me, acting is always a, it's so hard to book work. I'm blessed with this show I just booked, and it's just hard, man. And I don't need any. In other words, it's almost like, to me, it's like being down 4 nothing and start a Yankee game, which happens a lot with the Yankees. But uh, maybe the Yankees should go on strike. We're going to get to that in a minute. Anyway, so that's that. I also did stand-up last week over at Daryl's house. Um, really cool place, Daryl Hall, Hall and Oates guy. Really cool bar, um, up about an hour and a half, uh, hour and fifteen north of me. Cool little place, the kind of place you'd be like, I'd, I'd see a band here, you know, it's cool. Yeah, my parents were actually pissed off because I told them about it, and they were like, oh, they had shit going on, they couldn't go. But my mother was like, hopefully he goes there again because I'll go. My mom's been there like five times. Yeah, she brings really all her friends because her and my dad have gone. It's, that's it's like a her cool spot. place. It's a cool area too, kind of a funky area. But that being said, Jimmy Palumbo got the start at Daryl's house. Two and two-thirds, eight hits, six runs. I don't know what happened to me, man. I got on the – they sat everybody far away from the stage. Now, you got to remember, uh, some comics think they're great all the time, and then when you sit in the back, you're like, eh, he wasn't as good as he thinks he was, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not that way. I'm like, if I don't think I played that well, I don't know what happened. I got on stage – the audience was all sat very far away and that's the way they sat them. And so there was literally three rows of empty tables in, in front of me, which is very hard when you're on a stage and you're talking to people that are way far away. Plus they had these big TV monitors out. Right. And I could see myself on the monitors, like, like really close. It was odd because I looked like, a, you know, Charles Durning looked like a fat fuck sitting up there. And uh, so I definitely like, I couldn't, I was definitely like going for the rosin bag a lot. You know, I was like trying to dig the little trench in front of the mouth. I was definitely Gene Monahan came out a few times. I just couldn't get, I, I got into rhythm for a little bit. Uh, yeah, Mike Massimino getting involved here. What's up, buddy? Um, glad to see you finished up on Maisel, uh, which I think it was Maisel you finished up with. Uh, actor hop popping in, Mike Massimino. Me and him usually uh, we audition against each other a lot. And Mike, sad to say, I'd love to say that I kick your ass all the time, but that is not the case. <laughs> he beats me out way more than I beat out him. Uh, but he's a great guy. We have fun. We see each other. But um, really good actor too. He plays everything very real. Love him. Uh, so yeah, dude, I just didn't have it. I don't. The other two guys were more crowd talking to the crowd. And I don't really do that. I just, and then I, I had my watch set for the 30 minutes I had to do. As soon as that watch went off, I was like, good night, everybody. But afterwards, when I got done, I didn't feel I had a good set. 
the people were like coming up to me. Oh, you were great. You were great. I couldn't tell if they were like just being nice people or I feel like saying, uh, did, did, did we win 11, 10 in extra innings? So I didn't get the loss. You know what I mean? It's like a uh, game started where Jimmy Plumbo wins that kind of thing. I mean, um, they were probably turning to each other and be like, you know, it's not bad, but you got to give him credit for going up there. You know, yeah, at least, yeah, at least like, he came way up here. And like my favorite him. fighter gets his ass beat. You'd be like, it's really tough to make the walk. You know, you got to give credit. Like, <laughs> I know, no, you got your shit. Beat uh, in. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, I, 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 I would, you know, I tell you, and that pissed me off. Um, uh, again, my buddy Mike Massimino on the chat thing here. Dude, I, he just tapped in, uh, said, I miss running into you at auditions. It's the worst thing about I don't get to see these guys anymore. I only see him on Facebook. And he's got to go on there and promote his career. And I'm promoting my stupid shit. And you don't get to bust balls and find out what you're doing. I miss you, too. I miss all the gang. It's not talked about enough. You can't go to. I know working from home is good for a lot of people. But actors, we got to be with people. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um uh, so my stand-up show was a pedestrian effort. My ERA definitely went up. Uh, I just, it was just a, I don't know. I just struggled a little bit. What can I tell you? But maybe I didn't prep work uh, enough. I was working on the show today. Maybe I, I lost some focus, but I assure you I'll be back next time I do stand-up. Uh, what else we got, Christopher? Now, okay. I'll get to some easy things. Rangers. Uh, okay. I know uh, that's not true. You can't say that. Okay, you're you're in the New York area. It, you know you don't have a you don't have a, a national audience. Uh, the Rangers, the Rangers, to me was a pain in the ass because I am a pure Ranger playoff fan. I will watch the Rangers in the playoffs. I'm not a Devils fan because they weren't there growing up. But I don't hate the Devils. And the Rangers are up 2-0, and uh, everybody's like, "Oh, here we go, here we go." And and I thought the Rangers looked good in the first two games. Now, my uneducated eye, all I saw for the rest of the series was the Devils are faster, younger, better, everything. <laughs> like, they were better. I don't care what anybody says. The Devils are better than the Rangers. Their goalie was better. They're faster. Last night was a joke. Rangers played very poorly. And plus, the Devils, like, they were flying. They were like two-on-ones every five seconds. Rangers look fat, old, and slow. They look like me playing softball now. Um and the goal they gave up was a brutal. Like, get it out of the guy was like jerking around with the puck. Even me again, uneducated view. Rangers, Rangers got should have just cleared it a couple more times. Maybe they would have had a chance if they, they just clear it. And then when it's two nothing, I get Being it. Sarcastic. You're in I have no idea what they could have done. And all you have to do is, you know, when it's two nothing, you're screwed. You know, but if you get a goal, everybody gets a little tight in the ass. They didn't. Devils deserve to win. They're better. But when you're down one nothing in hockey, you might as well be down three hundred well, to nothing. It's like it's like a World Cup soccer. You know, when, you get, when you're down one nothing, it's it's over. It's like being down twenty one three, and you don't have Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Knicks look. The Knicks beat the Cavs since my last show. I loved it. Played well. Cavs played horrific. Then they played the Miami Heat, and you know New York. Nick, oh God. All fans, this is how fans are stupid. We all do this. Oh, my God, we're not playing the really good team. We're playing the other team, forgetting that the other team is coming in red hot with a player who's better than anybody on your roster, Jimmy Butler. And next thing you know, the, 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 the Knicks look like they were like, oh, wait, wait, the second round started? What? Hey, who? And next thing you know, you're relying on Obi Toppin, who's not that good. Everybody thinks he's great. He stinks. And uh, Brunson had a bad game. He was off. No Randall. So, again, everybody's like, we don't need Randall. 
we don't need Randall because we got blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but you, what about that 26 points a night that he pours in? Offensive boards night? that he's bringing. Boards, yeah, rebounds, Randall. defense. Of course you need him. I hate his game, the way he looks sometimes in isolation drives me nuts. But you, you got to get a healthy. If Randall's not healthy. Knicks aren't going anywhere. But I also think, you know, listen, my buddy Pat Volkmer, who's been very vocal on this, he's convinced that the Knicks just had a bad game. And uh, they'll be fine. They match up well against the Heat. Maybe that's true. But I, I look at playoffs, playoff games, all playoff games, especially in uh, uh, hockey and, and the NBA. When you lose a game at home to start the series, like that's a big deal. You are now, you have a higher chance of losing that series than a lot. You know, teams do win down 1 0, but it, it, a home loss uh, is that's bad. But the Knicks have to rebound tonight. Um, I think they're. I think they are a little bit better than the Heat, and Jimmy Butler hurt his leg, but um, we shall see. But Brunson has to step up. Hopefully, he will I think the Knicks will be okay? I don't. I don't think they're better than the Heat. I think that they're if close, you want to look, what? It's close. I, I just think you could say like in a vacuum, possibly, but this isn't in a vacuum. This is with Eric Spolstra. This is with team that's gone deep into the playoffs several years in a row realistically like right. Miami Miami turns it up in the postseason and the difference is what you said in the playoffs in the NBA the most important thing is the best player on the court and by far it's Jimmy Butler now and he's hurt yeah that almost like is he you know he stayed in the game you know like uh, to I, me I, I think there's a there's a he's something obviously you know Jimmy Butler's a little bit different than the rest of the guys in the nah, league. He's having a great listen. He's been scoring, he, and not, not so many players score thirty five points a night in a playoff round. And it's and not also, even like he know, just the, he turns it up every year. It's not it's not like you could say Jimmy Butler's just having a good week in the playoffs. Look at his track record. Jimmy Butler is a dog. In another the argument, you know, the coach of the Heat. Um, you know, when he first started out there, he had I think it was like the LeBron and all that stuff, and. Everybody was like, oh, he's, this guy stinks. This guy stinks. And all of a sudden, I forgot. Let me tell you how bad I am. I forgot he was still coaching the Heat. I see his face, and I'm like, that guy's still he's still Bro, coaching the Jimmy, Heat. Jimmy, are you ready for this? He's sixth all-time in I, wins. I, listen, he, sixth. he sixth is. Sixth all-time. The NBA's been around for a long time. A lot of, and, a lot of and coaches. He didn't, and every year, he didn't have that magic team. Uh, so yes, he's he's probably a top five coach in the NBA right now. You would I mean, he's say. the best coach in the NBA, if you ask me. He's a top six coach in the NBA and wins all time. That's not that's a joke. He's got multiple no, rings. He's got like you know. And look, so, look, he was handpicked by one of the best basketball minds of a generation. Pat Riley carried him up the entire right. time. They right. let Van Gundy go because they had Spolstra way but, back in the day. But do you really want to see Pat Riley walking out of the guard? He's got that smirk on his face. Um, they didn't oh, let Van Gundy go, soul. but Pat Riley and Van I get Gundy split up. Pat is Riley a way is. To put it. You could argue that Pat Riley's uh, <laughs> he was a he was a decent player, decent, cup of coffee, but decent. Uh, he was one of the best coaches of all time uh, with Knicks and the Lakers, of course. Uh, now he's a GM or he runs a president, Team whatever president, and. The Heat never suck. So, Pat Riley, yes. So, what makes these Knicks fans, and myself included, we, we, the Knicks always disappoint. So, we're like, you know, we're like the Jets, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, the Knicks got to bounce back. But the key is Brunson. Brunson's still the key. So, yeah, but Brunson's questionable. I know, which is another thing. He played too, though. So, you've got yeah, Butler. I think he's going to play. I think that's just too. like pretty much everyone's kind of banged up. Now, which brings us to another horrific event. 
the most. I haven't heard Quickly's name in a while. To me, uh, to me, the worst event. Like to me, it's like. Um, let's see. I mean, how can I word this? Uh, America's Got Talent. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, what other halftime shows of the Super Bowl and the NFL Draft? They're all in horrific television program. You left out the Oscars, the Grammys, uh, all of that. It, I, uh, to me, the NFL draft is way worse. And what I love is all these guys sit there going like, oh my God, the Eagles had the best draft. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like that. There's got to be a website. And I'm sure there is of, you cannot judge a draft the day after the draft. You have to judge a draft. I say three NFL three years later, how many guys are starting? I mean, Simple yeah, now I have some counterpoints. I agree with you that nobody knows how the draft's going to play out until a year, then ag again a year after, and then all again the fans a year after. jumping around. It's right? so stupid. But, but you could have some excitement because you think you have a need at a position. I don't know nothing about the enough about the college players to know, but I know it's like, well, I'm looking at the Packers roster. I know they need a tight end, so I'm hoping they go that direction. When they do, I'm happy about it. So I'll say that. Secondary to that, what I did notice this year, right, my nephews are younger. They're not really into football, right? They watched the draft, and they got a pretty much a little five-minute course on every player that's entering the league. Watch three or four drafts in a row. You're going to know a lot about these guys, and that helps in that regard. So it's just one day, two days of sitting there watching. You get a little bit of the fluff that comes with it, but at least it's football film. At least when, it's that. Okay. Everybody talks about offensive not line. Not as bad as the Oscars. Give me a break, dude. When you draft, Give when you draft, break. when you draft an offensive lineman, nobody cares. About five years later, and you go, oh "My God, the guy's gonna rock there." When do we get him? It, 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 certain picks don't matter. Injuries yeah, I happen. With that, listen. If if to me, if if you if, if you draft only offensive linemen every year, just keep on drafting offensive linemen. Odds are. You'll win minimum eight to nine games a year. Because how many teams with a great offensive line suck? Very few. I think one year the Cowboys, but the Cowboys always suck. So I think the draft is overplayed. How well did the Giants do? They took a cornerback from Maryland um, who doesn't get interceptions. They took a oh, center a from break. Minnesota. Good, bro. You're, see, I think the Giants, like, they, from what I know, height. Attributes, so you have to look like. Do they? You don't, but Chris, you bro, don't follow college bro, football, bro. What but you, it doesn't, Jimmy. Jimmy, you could look at metrics and look at the competition I, he played against. Look what he did against Ohio State. Look what he did against receivers that are in the NFL. He, he had a good. He had a good little. He he's a good corner. He, from he what have, he did, he didn't have any ground corner. He didn't he have could, any picks. He could bust. He could get hurt. 100%. No picks. No picks against Rutgers. Well, he must stink. The other thing Rutgers, is, that, what? How many? How many times did Rutgers throw that game? Nine. First of all. And then the center for Minnesota. Ten, the only the thing game. I'll say about the center for Minnesota is Minnesota ran the ball very effectively against I mean, a lot you of think teams. Every, everyone sucks. That's not true. The center on Minnesota is good, but, you know, uh, let's see if he, you know. What do you know? And the, the wide receiver, something shitty happened to the Giants. The Giants' biggest need, they had the worst wide That's why I think Daniel Jones is, could be a top three quarterback because he was throwing to me, you, and Dave on a weekly. And, and Dave was a tight end. He caught like nine balls a game. Me and you were blanketed. And he, the, Giant, the Giants needed a wide receiver. And in the first time that I remember in the draft, four picks, it was in the third round, the four picks before the Giants picked in the third round, everybody took a wide receiver. So every good wide receiver was gone. By the time that so they took this guy from Tennessee 
You know what his claim to fame is? He had a big game against Alabama. That's really his claim to fame. Um, but nobody knows how good these guys are. You just don't know. Anyway, I just think, and the thing that pissed me off the most is the best, I hate the fact, the best college player in the last three years, maybe of all time, was the punter for Rutgers, Adam Corsack. And here's why. First of all, when you're a punter for Rutgers, that means segment is you, are, you, deep end. you are in, when you're a punter for Rutgers, Christopher, that means you are in the game more borderline more than the quarterback is. You can make that argument. I think there was one, yeah, which is he, why, which is why the Maryland okay. corner probably didn't have any picks against yeah, Rutgers. He, he didn't have any picks against anybody. So yeah. the other, he didn't. So the other thing is they don't throw corners that don't have picks. It's a good sign. They don't throw uh, to that side. Oh, here we go. Trust stop me. It, stop it. Um, listen, I want the guy to be good. I'm a giant fan. I wish them all to be good. You but just no said the center anything. was good. You don't know shit about the center, but because oh, they, I, I just know they they ran the ball up the middle a lot. Isn't the center in the <laughs> middle of the line? So this guy Adam Corsack, what is the job of a punter? Is really simple. The job of a punter <laughs> is to not get your punt blocked. Right. That's number one. Number two, when you punt it, you want the other team to start out not like not past the twenty yard line. So I watched this kid kick for three years. Right. But all I know is. Rutgers would go three and out from their own six. He would punt, and Penn State, Ohio State, didn't matter. They started at the 11. Every game, even Ohio's, like, can you imagine if Rutgers would have been even worse than they are? When you watch a Rutgers game, the opposing team always started at the nine. So the did four. He, he just didn't get drafted? So he's he, a free agent contract. with. He's got a – this weekend he's at uh, the Chiefs. If they sign him, then he'll be um, – uh, with the Steelers the following weekend. I think Pacheco on the Chiefs just said to the coach, dude, all I know is the guy punts, the other team starts out inside the 10. Now, he's an Australian guy, but I watched this guy punt in the spring games, and he did the normal NFL style. He's got a strong leg. People just got shy with the Australian thing. Um, he also is, like, smart. He's not a jerk-off. No, he's he, a punter, Jimmy, so nobody cares. They're going to they're gonna take their flyers on the free he's agency. going to be – Listen to me. Three years from now, when we're judging this draft, the best punter in the league will be Adam Corsi. I'll bet, I'll bet on that, number one. Number two, he might not be in the league. And number three, Adam Corsak will we, be the we best just spent, punter. We just spent, so we what? just spent like five minutes bashing the Rutgers, uh, I mean, the NFL draft, Jalen Hyatt, whose claim to fame they was a big name against the best defense in the country. Listen, Which is listen. like Jalen Hyatt. I think that was a great pick by the Giants from what he's what he had to go up against. Considering where they got him, I think it's a all, good pick. All I know TV. is this: the Texans had seventeen picks You're talking in the about first the Rutgers punter because he's the best player in college football. The uh, the, the, the Texans had uh, seventeen picks in the first round, and the Eagles had fifteen picks in the first round. And it appears that the entire uh, the Eagles uh, campus is now at Georgia. And uh, so, yeah, Eagles and Texans got all these great players. But the NFL draft is a, uh, the show is horrific, unwatchable show. But you're into it. That's how you make your living. I don't the watch the draft per se. I watch it on my phone, but I'm just well, saying. Well, watch on the phone. My nephews enjoyed it. Okay. Now, which, where am I at now? Um, okay. Great question. <sighs> Kids today, you just don't understand. Another thing, Rutgers spring game. I made the mistake. I promised myself. I'm, 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 I've been watching Rutgers since 1983. I can't take, I can't read the articles anymore because it's all about we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. I just, 
I'm out of gas. I can't do it anymore. And I made the mistake of turning on the spring game. And I didn't think Rutgers looked that good at all, <laughs> but it's a spring game means nothing, but their quarterback, this Gavin Wimsat, who's supposed to be the second coming. If you didn't know he left high school early and was a four-star recruit, you would think he's like the fourth string. I think he, he just never looks good in my eyes. That's depressing. Um, I don't get it. Makes me crazy, but listen, um, that's the way it goes. In other big news, we have a, a cornhole level com, Christopher. Mike Caprio's company has signed up again for another three months here at Shea. CornholeLevel.com. That's right. Now, Chris, what it is, it's a little cornhole leveler. You got a cornhole board. You hook this on. You got your board all leveled up. That's the way to go. They're only, what is it? They're like $19.95, 20% off. If you mention the Jimmy Palumbo Show, JP Sports, or Chop Sports, you get 20% off of $19.95. That's a bargain. It's like TJ Maxx. That's like going to Marshalls. It's an awesome thing. Chris, you're the kind of guy, if you owned a cornhole board, you wouldn't, you'd wouldn't. you want it to be level. You wouldn't embarrass yourself. Because me and you, we haven't even... We already we talked about this. A crooked cornhole, bro? Yes, I don't know if you could really yes. enter anywhere with like a this, crooked cornhole. I don't, I don't think... Can you get laid? If you if you have a barbecue and you have a bad cornhole, you're not getting laid. There's no way. It depends way. on... There's some... Some people are into crooked cornhole, but I'm not. I know uh, that. Yeah, listen, so. you go to cornholelevel.com, buy your little cornhole leveler, and you make sure that your cornhole board is level two, fro, left, right. You get it right. God bless America. Uh, cornholelevel.com. The only way to go for your stocking stuffers and your it's great ball-breaking gift, gift to all the barbecues coming up and any tournaments that are coming up. Uh, me me and Chris, we're not ranked yet because we, we just have to play for, what, 20 minutes? We're ranked like 11th. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I know that I'm at least where, wherever you're ranked, I'll probably be ranked at least one or two spots above that, no matter what. So, right. So, we're well, figuring right now we've never played and we're ranked like 230, 231, that area. Yeah. And we've never, we don't play. So, so I'm we, 230 and you, you're 231. Yeah. So, if we play for a half hour this summer, we'll be probably in the top 20. Yeah. So, I'll be 19 and you'll be 20. Yeah. Yeah. And if we play a lot, I mean, then it's like one and two. That's like, you know, Mac yeah, and I'll be one and you'll be two, of course, in that scenario, though. And so that is it. Go check out cornholelevel.com. It's a really cool gadget. I kid around about cornhole, but this thing is really cool. Um, and I think everyone should have one for their barbecues. Now, Christopher, working on the show, um, this thing tomorrow. I can't even say show. Working tomorrow. I'm excited. I got a little heavy lifting to do tomorrow at Shay. I'm a little nervous. I'll be a little nervous, but I can't really talk about it. Want to than- work on your lines now? And I. Please, I, I don't want to like, mention. I'm trying, guys. Guys, I'm I still trying. I'm still I trying. I can't say a word of what it is. Um, but uh, I um, I made some good friendships. And uh, matter of fact, uh, one of the actresses may come on my show next week. Miss Annie Haig may come on and talk about her career, which will be fun. So I know you mock me out for pickleball. And it is a very mockable thing. I get it. But all of a sudden, during, uh, 10 days ago, I got accused of not playing like the good people, right? Now, Chris, you know me. What is the worst thing you can do to me? Tell me that I suck. And like, I, if I say I suck, that's okay. But when someone says, oh, you, you haven't really played the good players. Oh, really? Okay. Well, where is this? Where's the sign up for these good players? So I show up Sunday, 8 a.m. Now, for me to get up 8 a.m. on a Sunday, you know I'm aggravated. And I get on the court and... The guy goes, oh, Jimmy, that's a tough match there. I was like, all right, 
tough match. Okay, <laughs> dude, I was like, I was like Jordan in the playoffs. <laughs> the first two matches, and when you lose, you have to go to the losers. Are you talking about the Wizards? The Wizards, Jordan, I, right? Listen, no, no, I was completely dominating play. Okay, beat these really good players, but then what do you think happened, Chris? So I win the first two matches, but I was classic like the horse that takes the early lead at the Derby. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like sweating profusely, huffing and puffing, dominating. They're like, oh, Jimmy, I didn't realize you were that good. Like, yeah, no shit, because I care right now. Get to the third match, okay? On the other side of the court was like LeBron and Jordan. I was like, uh-oh. I'm running out of gas. There's not enough fuel to get to any airport. And boom, bitch slapped, like 11 to 1, right? So I go to the loser's lounge. I start busting balls. Like, everybody, I'm in the loser's lounge. Go to the next match. I hop in. I'm with this girl, this woman. She's probably like 50 years old. Awesome player. I'm like, oh, I'm playing with this good girl, like mixed doubles. I'm going to do great. She hits a couple of shots where I'm like, oh, my God, this girl's awesome. We got beat 11-0. Now, I will admit the first, when it was 7-0, it was 98% my fault. I was in over my head once again. But the reason why I was aggravated, not because I can't hang with these people. I 100% knew the story was going to turn this way. Dude, I knew I it. was I was completely when I tell you I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was so pumped up for this. It was like I was like Tommy Hearns against Hagler. I swung, I hit everything. 5K Jimmy can't breathe on his third game of pickleball and he's running a 5K. <laughs> well, listen, at least 5K you can go at your own pace. Pickleball, you got it was like sprinting going to 5K. No, 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 because you said you could run the 5K. I'm in running under 30 it in uh, two weeks. I'm running a 5K in Ramsey. What you do you said you're going to do time? it under 30 minutes? Yeah, I think I can. You say, no. so I'll tell you what, 31 minutes is the over and under. What are you taking? No. You're saying over. I'm, I'm saying over, and I'm not even talking shit, bro. Okay. I'm saying that. So listen, you, the official you know, bet is. You're going to hit a I, long. When I run this 5K, you're saying that I am going to run over 31 minutes. Okay, do you realize though, with like six hundred feet to six hundred yards to go, I may just I may die. Yeah, that, that's the that's what worries me a little bit. I think that like you know you you'd be better off not knowing and just doing your best because you know once you have to start making deals with yourself, you might have to you know. I will finish under thirty one minutes. My friend Robert like Chani is you like you're running extra, a full <laughs> extra so minute. I listen. I'm a fat fuck, but I run in no five k. Have you ever run a five k? I'm not talking whoa, shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm have not run, talking whoa, whoa, whoa. shit. Don't tell me you've never run a 5K. Jimmy, have I run a whoa, 5K? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, have I gone whoa, and put whoa, on a thing? Whoa. No. But I've definitely whoa. run more than That'll three do miles here. pop. Final but I've score. never done it. Okay. Final score, Chris Gucci talking shit in an event he's never played. You've never played. No, 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 no. no. What do you... Uh, have you all, ever I'm, run a 5K? I'm doubting your abilities to, to complete a 5K listen, in under listen, 30 minutes. Now you just listen. seemingly gave yourself an extra minute over the course of I a week. I said 31 time. minutes. 31 minutes. That's you said that enough. today, but the original right. was definitely not 31 minutes. Okay. And no, I no, I don't think so then, that you're going to So then maintain, you're, you're going to bet the under at 31 minutes? I'm betting, I'm betting the heavy over. You're not you're running heavy over at 31. Minutes. From yeah. a guy who's never run a 5K. So again, no, again. no, 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 I don't run. I never ran a 5K because I don't, I don't, I don't practice exercising. I don't like, you know, like that's like, if I'm going to go run a so, mile or two. So I'll you would running. run it. 
right? if I, if I'll I go run running, it, but I'm not running a 5K because that's just not what I minutes. do. If I do it in 30 minutes, you're, you're going to do it in 22? You're that much faster No, I'm saying that I'm saying that you're not. I'm not worried about what I'm going to have to do. Look, Louis Vichadomini, 31, 31 minutes is hauling ass on a 5K? Not really, Louis. Jimmy, yes, it is, bro. Yes, okay. it is. I don't know no. if you realize you're running. I've you run two. I ran, I ran two 5Ks in my life. Okay. How many Ks I told do you, you think this two story. pickleball matches is in a six-foot square? Right, How many listen, K is first that? Of all, it's real simple. I've ran two 5Ks in my life. The first one, I actually practiced and ran a little bit before, and I did it. 30 minutes, like 30 minutes and, uh, and and eight seconds. How old were you? Okay. Doesn't matter. No, it does. It was about 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. Then the next year, I didn't run at all. I decided to do it on the morning of, and I ran it at 31 minutes. Okay. Now that I know I have you, your face on the line at running this, I will look, I'm getting that. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, let's heat. see. What the year was I'm catching. it? Because I think that you might be in a time warp right now. Because okay, Lou, hang on a second. Ago. My buddy Louie, my buddy Louie's on the chat line here, and he's saying I've been running one a month since January. Okay. And what is your time, Louie? Answer the question, please, and I will let it up. Listen, I will I will do it under 31 minutes. I Jimmy, may die. Don't let your mouth write a check your ass can't cash, my listen, friend. Hey, listen, if I drop dead, you take my uh, my uh, life insurance policy. Maybe that's Episode good. 112 brought to you by Chris Gucci. Chris Gucci <laughs> at notably brought to you by promo. life insurance policy. It is silly, silly, silly. I, bet. Will, I will, I will have AI. So Louis running at 40 minutes and he's dying. Okay. 39 minutes and dying. First of all, that's, that's eight minutes. Additionally, I'm, I'm that's Louis. Come on, bro. Yeah. But you're like, you're in shape now, Louis 39 minutes. You're That's awful. No, see, I think what you're, I, I could run 39 minutes 5k backwards for Christ. So Jimmy, sake. when on. you when they took the time on your on your first Yeah, 5K they put the little doohickey about, on quick, your let me leg. finish. Let me finish. Do you know how like I'll I'll like count well, I'll be like I'll tell my niece I'll be like Juliet, go get my belt upstairs. It's on the foot of my bed. I'll time you. And then I count and I'll be like no, no. she's on her way back. I'm like four, five. That was so fast. Oh my god. Did they? You think they were doing that to you that day, Jimmy? Because there is no There's way you put you the ran little thing on you. Weech, 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 defend me. They put the little thing on your ankle. It's an official time. That's what they do in the marathons, for Christ's sake. That's how it works. I will have an official time. You're saying I'm going to be over 31 minutes. I'm going to say I'm going to come in at uh, under 31 minutes. Where is now, this my, taking place and when? Because now I'm going to, you know. I, I'm going to have my social media grow. With, this might be live stream. Maybe I'll do the podcast while I'm running. Can we do that? So, Jimmy, you need to run it. Basically, what he's telling you there is you need to run at max speed the entire time. <laughs> That's not – it's 3.2 miles, Louie. I, I, I've done it before. Well, why can't I do it again? I, I, don't, I don't know what – I mean, I'm older and I'm fatter. But, like, what am I going to do? I'm not, I'm, I'll tell you one thing. I ain't doing it in 39 minutes. What's the bet? What's the bet here? Because, like, what's the oh, standard? To me, it's just me giving you shit. Uh, okay, and then vice versa is is you just saying like, uh, yeah, you were right because I'll I once I'm right I don't give shit that much anymore I'll just be like, hey, I knew it. Listen, I can't believe I can't believe none of my fans beer run in Tampa on the twentieth takes me three hours. How many miles? It's, it's not a ten k. Big difference between a ten k. Well, it's a and beer 5K. run. It's a that's a beer run. Well, then I'll do, I'll run it in tw- six minutes the whole entire thing. Uh, look at my my friend Donna. Oh, because I I didn't even talk about chasing. No, no, I'll give you two to one odds on that. Look at that. Look at the 28. Here. 28. I can't believe. Listen, 
I, she's I, shaving off three minutes. Donna, you're you're playing. I don't know. With you know what? Here. Twenty-eight minutes is going to be a bitch. I'll admit that. But Donna, all the pets, I'll give you two pit. to one odds Listen, on that one. I'll, I'll, you know what I'll I'm going to do? That. I'm going to in the morning of the meet. I'm going to call you up, and you'll piss me off so much. I'll finish it. In I got twenty-one. I got, I got fifty that Jimmy ain't even doing the five k. That's well, my listen, fifty. Listen, which leads us to, uh, um, you know, uh, chasing you better get miracles. all that me- chasing miracles. You better well, put a miracle listen, at the end of that five k, bro, because you'll be chasing that miracle the you entire time. You don't understand. Time. You don't understand. I. I went to chasingmiracles.com and look at Teresa Tyler for a colonial high school grad telling me, here you go, darling. That's right. Well, listen, if you go to chasing Maybe miracles, for a mile, listen, though, Chris, I'm on my third mile, day. I'll agree to that. I decided that second and third mile are going to hit different. Buddy. Listen, I made a, I made a decision. Is there, is it around a track or are you going up a hill? No, I you got to go, go right in the town, right in the town. It's you just like a regular town, 5k right gonna, on the oh, street. Done, like bro. you're on new Dover road, that kind of crap. New Dover Road? You ain't running on New Dover Road. No, they closed the road, bro. It's closed. But I know, but if that's the type of road you're running on, you're screwed. It's just a regular road. It's not you can't a even track. ride a bike on New Dover Road anymore. Dude, look at the fans counting me out. I can't. When I'm in the eighth inning, scattering, scattering four hits. First of all, I've made a decision. L- l- let's look at my sponsors, okay? Let's let's break it down. I have Absolute Eyewear, which is really the Jimmy Palumbo Show sponsor, even though somehow... Jimmy Palumbo sponsor, absolute eyewear, okay? I wear their glasses, right? I got cornholelevel.com. When I play cornhole, I use these things, right? Now I have chasingmiracles.com, and they, of course, have phototherapy patches using light to stimulate the body's natural healing systems. I decided, Donna and Tommy, at chasingmiracles.com, she sent me a sample of the patches, bro. I'm wearing the patches, bro. I'm wearing the X39 and the X49, and I have time. I'm on my third day. I'm already faster on the pickleball court. Uh, feeling good. Losing a little matches. weight. For two I'm coming. I, two will to- I will totally, totally come in under 31 minutes. I'm going to do it. There's no doubt in my mind. So, so the, next, the next objective is, and it's spring. We're here. We're going to find one. We'll find one very, very soon. How many weeks do you need to not I gotta train? I got to find out. It's in May sometime. A couple weeks. How many weeks do you need to not train from now until then? I'm not going to train at all. I'm no, just, I know. I'm, That's, I'm, what I'm I'm That's what I'm saying. Exercising. Like how, many time, how much time do you mentally need to prepare yourself to fail at this before you uh, have that. to see my face? First of all, do you realize, first of all, the bet really is unfair. I'll tell you well, why. No, no. I'll so run, the bet I'll is, just, I'm not saying that I'm going to do it. You Dude, said you could no, do it. No it's question. It's an unfair asked, no bet problem. because I'll just, I'll run myself. There's a, definitely a question. As, lo- as long as there's no, uh, if like, uh, if I don't get injured, if I get injured during the thing that, that, that it's a void, but you know, I'm going to like boogie the last few feet to try to get in and get out of the time. I'll have my watch going. Jimmy, it's going to be, you're, you're going to be like, so what are you saying? Through. So you're, you're going like to be through and you're going to be okay. on 14 minutes or 15 minutes. You're going to be like, I have to do better. In the okay. second half of this, and I did in the so, first, and you're going to be dead tired. Okay, already. okay, time out, time out a second. So I'm going to ask, gonna go. I'm going to ask my fan base, what do you think I'm going to run it in? I'm saying that there's going to be a, no, no, a no, no, healthy, no, no, no. healthy so portion it, of this walked, and it's going. To I might be, have to walk. I may have to walk for the, so at 31 minutes. Okay, I wish my brother was listening. Is he'd call me a fat fuck first of all, but secondly, he's a marathon runner. At 31 minutes, you think I'm going to run 35? 38, 39, 40? 
I'm saying that I'm saying that I, I don't know where your psyche is going to be if you start looking at the clock midway through. There could be a shred of you trying to hit it, but I think that there's going to be a more of a likelihood that you see like I'm okay. I'm in over my head and I'm going to mail it in and just say, you know what? These guys were right. Because okay. when you're in that moment, it's a lot. It's not okay. it's not that you can make that decision here. You, you're going to have to make a decision when you're. Your chest right. is burning. Ready? Ready? Real simple. If I run it under thirty-one, you have to sign up for Patreon and be number be number twenty-eight at three dollars. Jimmy, I will one hundred percent agree to that. <laughs> and if I lose, I'll give Chop Sports my three dollars a month. That's a good way. So it's a thirty-six dollar a year bet. All right, deal. 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 No, I'll sign up for the for the for the top for the top entry. I'll do. Okay. I'll do the, the top now, dog. Look at that, the ten dollars a month. First of all, my friend Robin saying it's gonna take me fifty minutes. Robin, why don't you I'm come saying, down and have a marshmallow? I'm look at saying this. First of all, like- as soon as I mention money, who chimes in? Your friend and mine, Dave Sergio oh. Deal. He's gonna double it. Look at this. So it's gonna be Chris. No, I, I don't even want chop sports. It's gotta say Dave Sturcho and Chris Gucci personal credit card on my Patreon. I think that we could kind of help spin this into the chasing miracles thing and be like, this is going to be sponsored by chasing miracles because Jimmy's yes. chasing this miracle time that only he thinks See he this? could hit. I can't believe, is there anybody on this list or watching this show that thinks that old fat boy here is going to come in under 31 minutes on the 5k. I need to know this. If, 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 so, right now it seems so like Jimmy's Dave, gotta, gotta Robin, Louie We gotta find a nice little cause for Jimmy to donate to So all you guys, Let's anybody that wants to bet We'll just put it uh, into the charitable f- uh, portion of this But I think that you should do this, Jimmy And we'll follow you around with a camera And you could, you know, we'll, we'll blow cigarette smoke in your face The entire race or something like that To add some elements of danger <laughs> Dude, the fans, I can't, you know what? I wish there's a, people just don't understand what a competitive jerk off I am. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Teresa Talifer, at least, is it Teresa Talifer? Teresa's been that long. I know there was a Teresa Pike. I think it's Teresa, Teresa Talifer. Um, went to high school with her. She believes I can do it. That's all I count. 50 minutes, Robin, being a complete jerk off there. Um, and look at Dave, um, no fucking chance. This is great. This is great. This is going to be, a, you know what? With the Foreman movie coming out, it's going to be a little down goes Frazier moment. Who's the guy that Foreman beat to take the championship? He's, I think he's dead now. Uh, most boring fight ever. And then Foreman clocked him in like the sixth round. A guy fell on his face. Was it Michael, um, Michael the Powell? Bigger Michael dude, Powell? The, not listing. Uh, this is, is Sonny listing. You know no. no, that was Muhammad Ali. <laughs> No, no, no. George Foreman, when he got older, he fought that good Michael. Oh, Michael Moore. Michael Moore, that was, he's dead now. He, he died because of it. I don't think so. I thought you were talking about old George Foreman back in the no, day. Who the, he well, his belt off remember of. when he was First. a fat bastard standing yeah, up in yeah. the corner and then all of a sudden yeah, he started yeah, the yeah, fight? Yeah. And he I'll fought, tell you what, like, George Foreman wasn't running no 5K at that I time either. I can't believe this. I, I, you know what? Listen. Listen. I'll be the first one to say I, listen, I'll be the first one to say I lost a bet. You're going to be. But but I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. See that? Well, listen. There's a first of all, Sturt shows being a jerk off now. He's saying he's, I have trouble putting on my spikes and I want to run away. First of all, I think those those marathon runners from Sudan they have trouble putting on their spikes at 57. Jimmy's got to take a spikes. deep breath, a deep breath, and exhale long, like a three second exhale as he puts on his cleats. First of all, and he's running a 5k. I think, again, I can't wait for the Olympics to come back because one of the Olympic sports is going to be a combination of putting on your spikes and putting on your ski boots. I think that's a, wouldn't that be a great thing? You sit in the lodge and you have, they time you how fast you can put your ski boots on. 
um, it'll, I, I can't compete in that because it takes me three hours. And then I want to have a Bloody Mary. So and over and under on bag, and then I don't want to skate. Over and under 31 minutes. Dave Winfield Day here at Shea. Um, so, Dave, uh, listening in here, what, what, how many minutes do you think I'll do it in? No one's really, how come no one's saying about the time I, I'm going to do it? In? I'm saying that, I'm saying that you're going to, it's not even going to approach it. I'm saying it's going to be like minutes over, be minute, minutes over. You're not going to be, it's not going to be like a race at the end. We're going to be laughing at you as you struggle wow. through the last three quarters of a mile. Gonna, and it's going to be like, Jimmy, it's like you got, you're, you're about six minutes past the point of where you thought you. you would finish. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to laugh at you. What movie? Carrie. All right. Well, listen. All right. Listen, if I drop dead and I finish, if I finish under 31 and then I drop dead, I want it to be known, you know, uh, Reggie Jack. Oh, he's saying 40 foot. I love it. Uh, some people think I want to fish in LT. You know what? The, the next week's show, whatever the time is, that's the that's the number of the show I'll do. Maybe that should be it. I run. So what you're doing run, this this week? I got to figure out. I saw the sign up by Ramsey. It's a you're in, charity, dude. You better fucking excuse my language. You better you better think Come about this you, long man, and hard. You don't understand competitive. No, I do. I do. <laughs> That's my Dave. Episode number equals your time. That's so great. I could come in at like a little Elvis Patterson at 34. Um, uh, <laughs> but I can tell you one thing. I won't be, I will not be, uh, I will not be Giancarlo. I will not be uh, 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 Catfish Hunter with the A's, 29. Uh, 30? I, I think it's going to be between Aaron Judge, and ladies and gentlemen. I don't think Aaron I don't think, Judge. I don't know. 99 minutes but if i win i'm gonna start i might you know look at this people are now i'm gonna get fans there at shea robin say will come so that that's unbelievable well listen all right well go Louis to saying, anyway Mariana i'm taking Rivera. these oh, mo all right there you go oh, i thought it said no it says mo all right well listen go to chasingmiracles.com. check out these phototherapy patches really cool stuff i'm taking them right now it's a lot of fun and uh Donna and Tommy are good people. You want to talk to them. They'll walk you through it as she did with me. And uh, we'll see how it, how we go. What else we got here? We got sidetracked a million ways of Sunday. Um, all right, what are we at? All right. Well, we're over an hour already. Holy shit. I'll be quick. Um, I'm watching this. So uh, what do I got? Succession. Um, the show's starting to get wordy and boring to me. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's totally uh, chasing Jimmy's miracle. I love it. Um, it's getting boring. I, I don't know. I, I found myself falling asleep during the last. You know why? They got rid of Brian Cox. How could you get rid of the main guy? The show's called Succession. It's about the whole thing is about who's going to succeed, and then they kill the guy, and now they know who's succeeding. The show's over. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So I think it's a little boring there. Without uh, Brian Cox, the show's not that good. The show you got to watch is Lucky Hank with uh, Bob Odenkirk. It's awesome. In other news, big news for Beer League. Um, we had a screening last night for Beer League, the series, which is officially called. Um, I, I like the way they came out. Uh, we're gonna how we're gonna release it is real simple. Um, uh, we're gonna do it uh, once we get the okay. We're gonna spend two weeks blitzing everybody. Watch, 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 watch. We're gonna release it uh, during one week. One episode a day uh, They're only about three minutes long Something like that Monday to Friday on YouTube And on Facebook and all this different crap We got to get people to sign up of course For uh, you got to subscribe on the YouTube And all that stuff which would be cool And uh, people seem to like it um, I, I, Listen I, I don't know You know I'm too close to it uh, 
I watch it one and I'm like, oh my God, this is good. I watch it again. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, the good news is Artie started posting again. He posted a picture of his uh, coffee at Starbucks, which is really cool. He hasn't posted anything in, I think, a year and a half, two years. Um, I'm supposed to see him next week. I will try to see him before Tuesday. Um, we'll be talking about that. Um, that should be fun. I'm running to 5K, bro. See, it's still down to 5K. This is unbelievable. No, no chance, Jimmy. No um, chance. See this? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Because, well, first of all, though, okay, I'll make the, the, the bet is full of, uh, we're, listen, I don't care about the rest of the show. We're back to this 5K. If, if I finish under 31 minutes, you know what that means? You both fat fucks have to run a 5K and then we'll see what you guys finish. How about that? All right. And in addition to, in Dave, addition ain't running, to Dave ain't running a 5K. You ain't running a 5K. I'll run, hey, I'll do it. I'll run you under the table, Jimmy. Oh, uh, please, please. By the way, you look pretty good out there doing the wrestling thing. I got a kick out of it. But, dude, Thanks. you know what you got to do? You're a complete asshole. You have to. I want you to rip. You got to have like By a By the way, you're not running a fucking 5K either. Excuse my language. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not running I'm not no even. 5K either. So we're good. We're all good over here. Dave Sturcho is a, a ring announcer for these uh, wrestling things. Stuff, like, but dude, you gotta have a uniform underneath the suit, bro. Here. Not even dude, you. You gotta rip off. You gotta buy bro. like a rip away uh, suit, and you gotta you gotta have a jersey. When you were doing the announcements, I'm like, Dave's gotta rip the suit off, I'm like ah, and then never wrestle. I'm just saying, you gotta do that. Oh, Hit somebody so with a with a leg drop or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I got a show from along. the top rope. I got a show in Long Island on Sunday. It's not stand up. I'm doing a show called. Uh, Every family has one. I'm reading, uh, kind of reading and telling a story about my dad. I'm going to repeat. I won't do the story now because uh, in case anybody wants to drive out to Long Island. Um, I'm going to do the story. I'll tell the story on Tuesday. I think it's funny as hell about my father. I think the audience will laugh at this. And I can't believe there's so few people. Um, that uh, you know, My sister's not online. She would be, she'd be worried about me dropping dead. Uh, but that's it. The name of this show is Jimmy Can't Run the 5K. Um, which might, and that's it. Now I'm pissed off. I'm like, well, I play pickleball right now. Kick your ass, both of you. Good. You know what happened the last time you did this thing? Pissed off. You you played two games of pickleball, all gung ho, and then that's you right. Which means the third game. Well, you know what? So that's what I anticipate here. You all think right. you're gonna well, be listen. like, I got to make good time here? No, no. And you don't realize how little that tank is when you start hitting that you, pavement. It's bro. not that it's different. It's, it's, it's not pickleball. Ten, it's a ten minute mile. That's not that fast, bro. It's not that fast. The second one, though, that second 10-minute So you, you you worried about that, that 10 minutes. I, you know, listen, I'm going to have fans lining the street. This is going to be that's the, the biggest that's five the danger. In the history that's of the Randy. danger. What I, see, what I see you going through here, and this is what I worry about your health as a friend, you're going to be at one mile, and you're going to be like, wow, I'm like slightly – I'm on pace, but I have to keep this pace. Then you're going to hit like the halfway point. You're going to be on the same pace, but a little bit worse, a little bit worse than the last time worse. you checked. And then on the third mile, you're going to be like, or the or the halfway point, you're going to be like, I have to do better than what I just did, and I'm already dead tired. You're not David Goggins, bro. No offense. You are not running a 31-minute 5K. What happens when I get my second win and I start doing the shuffle and calling out to the crowd? You, you, you just, Somebody I, throw I, Jimmy a Bud Light. I can't believe... I have to, you know what? I can't. I have to discuss this with Pat Volkmer. He will be posting on Chop Sports even more. Look for those four thirty a.m. posts. 
All right, that's the show, Chris. Uh, appreciate it. I will. A uh, lot going on here at Shea. Uh, the five K. Wow, I'm back, bro. Louis, I know Louis deep down. Someone's got to think I'm going to finish this thing. Um, <laughs> Louis just said you get the second win three days later. <laughs> uh, Weege, listen, how can I mock out Weege? He's a, he's got he's my Patreon. I can't, uh, you know. Uh, anyway. I'll see you guys, Chris. Good show. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's not happening though. But yeah, it was it a pleasure is. as always. Under thirty-one. Under. Take the under. Take. Bro, the you under. notice next week it's going to be under thirty-two because this conversation started. It was thirty. Now it's thirty-one. All right. All right. Someone's All got right. some doubts. Right. I'm coming for you, Ray. Hey, Judith Hill. Um, you're saying hello. What do you think? What, 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 what does Judith Hill think? I'm going to finish on the. Uh, uh, so, Judas, knowing what you know about Jimmy Palumbo here as he shakes his gullet, um, <laughs> what do you think he's going to finish the 5K in if he so chose to run one? We're saying he's saying he could do it under 31 minutes. I'm saying that he might pass if he tries that. But it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Even 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 Dave Levin, my my Red Sox Boston dude from L.A. Uh, I don't know what I got to figure. I think it's in what's the seven, the seven. I think it's the I'm fourth. Picking out no, the it's the thirteenth. I'm picking out the outfit. Week. Got, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm, one that says "fuck Dave and Chris" on the back of my shirt. That's <laughs> I'll wear a chop sports shirt. I'll wear a chop sports. Shirt. I wasn't thinking wear, that regard. I I'm was gonna wear a Jimmy like, Palumbo. Show, I was gonna right? dress. You ever watch Reno Nine One One? See Nick. The it's Terry. You put some roller skates on. You would. Some... First of all, my you nipples. Might be with a roller my skate. nipples. Well, my nipples are bleeding because I don't have the proper shirt for running. I you might be able to roller skate a five k <laughs> in thirty minutes. Jimmy's nipples bleeding. Sponsored by Absolute Eyewear. All right, listen, uh, the show ran long because I'm all of a sudden I'm a fat fuck now, but that's okay, Chris. You'll see. You shall see. All right. I'll, all right. I'll believe it when I see it. All right. I'll talk to all you right, a little buddy. bit. We'll see. <laughs> we don't know. We're going to find out, but we'll keep you guys posted. That's for oh, sure. yeah. Every, the world will know. The world will know, bro. All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Yeah.